Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome and today we're going to India to talk to Paneet Singh and he's going to tell you about his organization and what he's been doing. So, Paneet, let's start with your education. Where did you go to school? Hello. Hello, Peter. Thank you so much for the for the opportunity to be on your podcast. And uh, talking about education, I got uh, my degree in English literature from University of Delhi. And then I did my master's in international relations from University of Annamalai. And, yeah, that's it. Like, I I, I have completed my master's now. Okay. What was your master's in? What subject? My master's was in international relations where I was studying about uh, dipl- diplomacy, geop- ge- geopolitics, UN and its bodies, different world constitutions, te- te- terrorism, and, and you know, different uh, strategies and defense. And... Uh, you know all of these uh, oceans and how maritime uh, uh, b- uh, businesses work. So it's 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 it's, a, it's about uh, how international politics work. Okay, what about your work experience? Where have you worked? Uh, I started my uh, my my. A professional life as as a customer care executive in in, in Amazon. So I was I was handling uh, customers' uh, queries and complaints through email, and then it was really hectic. Uh, so I have to left the job, and then I started to work in a bank called Royal Bank of Scotland. I was in the in the anti anti money laundering department as an operational. Uh, analyst but after a year i realized that this corporate world is not for me so i started uh, an organization called the caring hands foundation where we used to teach young kids from the slum uh, from the same slum where i am uh, I'm, I'm born and brought up in uh, we used to teach basic uh, mathematics and science to the kids on the terrace of, uh, of, of my house and then uh, i realized that uh, that you know, uh, edu- education is fine, but I think uh, we as as a community are very mar- marginalized in terms of uh, you know we have uh, coming from a slum, uh, we're witnessing poverty and domestic violence, and then we have a disability as well. So there are a lot of intersections which are at play. So I see myself marginalized within the mar- marginalized. So I feel that there is no representation and there is no voice to our community of, uh, of d- d- disabled people in, in especially in the slums of, of India so I started an organization called start uh, where we are working towards normalizing speech and communication disorders and we are we are training the young kids and teenagers to be a to be a good co- good communicator and to be good listeners as, as as well so listening is a is a very important part of my idea. Uh, and I feel I, I genuinely feel that listening is the best gift you can give it to give it to anyone because it shows that you are giving your time, your Ooh. effort, your attention to to the to the other person, and it is really important to 
listen and most of our problems can be solved through effective listening so you know uh, we are having a uh, workshops on compassion love listening and you know how to how to embrace and accept ourselves the way we are instead of living in denial instead of hiding and running because uh, an year back I, i i didn't see myself i i was not able to accept myself as a person with disability i was running away from that fact because of this social stigma and taboo around it and uh, you know i'm always like i'm already from the slum so so when people used to uh, see my resume they they used to they used to you know just see the resume and see my address and they used to say that you know you, that uh, we cannot employ you just because i belong to islam because because they see me they they see us as someone who are into illegal work who are into crime and theft and all so so then then if i call myself a, a, as, as a person with disability i become much more much less employable so so just a year back i accepted myself the way we are and and i am 25 now and i am very fortunate that i got a good education but most of the most of the kids and most of the teenagers from my community are not fortunate enough to get university education so i took the responsibility i took uh the duty that you know that i'm going to change i'm going to bring the change in my own community because i feel that the change should come from within so there are some peter there are some organization uh, which are running by uh white people in 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 our community which are run by rich people of like indian rich people and they and they see us as you know that some kind of they see us like we going to bring we we going to civilize you we we going to educate you and I don't, i don't like this perspective it it reminds me of the colonial times so i i'm saying that this is not going to going to happen uh we we are as good as anyone in the world we just don't have the platform we just don't have the op- op- opportunity so i don't like their top down approach so I, i i i i'm i'm an alternative to these organizations which bring lot of money into the system but which but they don't have empathy they don't have that perspective that i have because i am part of the community and i'm bringing the solution because i have the lived experience of of, of, of growing up this slum in domestic violence uh, i i i have an abusive father who used to beat us every night and then i have to face the world with world to face my school with stammering and all the all 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 my peers all my all, all my classmates used to laugh on me all the time so so these these challenges has, has made me really uh, resilient has really made me you know see life as as an opportunity to to wake up early in the morning and you know to to bring the change which is desired thank you thank you peter for listening okay so you have started your own organization So what is the name and what is its purpose? And you better spell it very carefully so our listeners can understand. Absolutely. Uh the organization name is Start with Triple S. So this is how a person with stammering will say the word start. So there is S S S T A R T start. So so the idea like I'm a person with stammering and 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 um, the basic idea is to is to is to uh, normalize uh, speech disor- disorders because there is a general belief that a person who is having some kind of uh, speech disability cannot be a good communicator but i feel that i can stammer 
but I can be a good communicator as well. It is just the way we, we speak. It has nothing to do with our intellect, intellectual levels. I'm, I'm as smart as, as, as anyone and I'm, I'm just the way, way I am. So, you know, it's, 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 it's neither negative nor positive. It's just the way we speak. So the society needs to accept that. First of all, like I always say that, that the, the, the stammering community itself needs to accept that, that it is okay to stammer. It is completely okay to stammer, and if 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 we live in denial, then you know uh, it will not solve the purpose of, of of inclusion. So we have to be out, be vocal about it, be be on as many podcasts, be on as many interviews you can, and and, and let's normalize. Let let's be in the in the mainstream society. Let's be in the mainstream media, and and bring the representation and visibility that we deserve. My uh, best friend. Uh, stuttered, and he ended up getting an MBA from Harvard University. So you're right. It doesn't depend on, uh, on, it depends more on your will and your desire and your passion to make it happen. So what, what do you offer in your organization? Uh, I offer safe space. I, I offer uh, workshops on topics like acceptance, on topics like embracing ourselves, on topics like love and compassion, and the the main idea is that is that you know the the challenges that we face, the two biggest challenges we face as a species in the world is is mental health and climate change. These two challenges is like I see these as one of the most pressing problems in the world right now and interestingly these two are the result of our lack of love and empathy it is the result of our our greed and selfishness so so with the idea that if we can bring compassion and love uh, towards our our fellow beings and towards our nature we can bring a change we can bring we can go towards solution so with this idea, we uh, I am like I'm I'm conducting workshops and also I'm working on a book on on, on a very uh, short booklet where we are uh, we are uh, asking for uh, entries from different artists, uh, poets, writers on the topics like listening. So we, we we're gonna have beautiful drawings. We're gonna have, be have beautiful short stories and poetries on listening. And on May 16th, we celebrated I Love to Listen Day uh, with the collaboration from M Marwa Shan McIntosh. She is the founder of I Love to Listen Day, and she is a member of International Listening Foundation. And the whole topic, like the kids were there, and you know, I was translating because uh, the, the 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 lady is from is from US, so she was speaking in in, in English, and I was translating to the kids in Hindi. So it was an amazing experience for me. I think. On that day, I learned a lot from the kids because they are such a fast learners. They are so they are so bright, and I just feel that you know, if they have given the right opportunities, the right platform, they can be a they can be leaders. They can be uh, solution makers. They can be the change makers of tomorrow. So I feel so. I I I think I'm living my dream. People say that you were foolish when you left your job, but I have no regrets. I. I, I, I yes, I struggled. I, I romanticized uh, struggling, and I was so much passionate. But it, it is worth it. It is worth to live uh, uh, 
our dreams yeah it is much more difficult for me because you know i don't have much resources to survive uh, back then and still i'm like uh, i'm struggling but there is no but when you are getting these these when you seeing these faces of the kids when you are when you're looking at the improvement they are do, they, they are doing day by day when when they are like gaining that confidence uh, uh, to to be themselves i i sleep with pride i i wake up with pride i wake up with a lot of excitement for the next day that you know i'm i'm going to uh, meet these kids and learn a lot from them so uh, instead of you know uh, uh, teaching them or maybe going with the perspective that you know i'm going to teach them i don't have that perspective I, it's a, a two way pr- process we both uh, the kids and, and i we 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 all are, are learning from each other and it's a beautiful spiritual experience for me and i i i must say that i'm living my dream so when are you going to be a professor ah no i don't see myself as a professor i'm I, i'm not qualified to be one and i don't want to be one we be one we we just share our stories we we, we are quite you know quite informal uh, in, in in this regard and i i like our our approach it's, the approach is very simple to share our, our stories to dance together to sing together and you know to 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 express ourselves through drawing through art through singing so all of these things like it's it's, it's a very simple a very simple idea is to is to make them feel safe so is to make them you know that because these kids are having a lot of stress they are going through a lot seriously uh, peter i must tell you that when when india was going through the heat wave so we were we, we were having around 46 45 degrees of temperature and you know i i say to the kids you know you don't need to come to the center but, but they said you know that that this is the only hour we enjoy our lives i think we we, we should come so looking at their enthusiasm looking at their energy looking at their excitement i said okay if 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 if, if you want to come you can come but you know uh, uh, i make sure that we have enough water i make sure that we have enough cooling in our 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 center so that they, they don't they are not dehydrating so it's challenging but at the same time it's very rewarding as well to see the kids that you know they are excited to come and they said that's the only one hour that we that we are enjoying our lives they can do anything you know i i don't say that we have to sit in there and to do this they they, they can be themselves if they, if they don't want to participate in any workshop they can just play they can they, maybe if they want to sleep they can sleep in the, in the corner no issues like this is the only thing i can provide one hour of a really good time where they they have independence they have their freedom to do whatever they want so having said that do you have people that work with you uh i have i have volunteers and i i don't have the resources to employ uh, uh permanent uh, employees but uh, i have i've been fortunate enough to get some some uh, volunteers from the from the universities and they are very passionate and they are very supporting and very skilled a- as well so uh, it's a, it's a completely uh, uh, no volunteer driven uh, organization as of now okay here comes a challenging question where do you see your organization in 3 years I think uh, I see my organization to be a game changer to bring a revolution in the in terms of 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 you know of that perspective of that point of view that uh, that that 
as I, as I said earlier that a um, lot, lot of big organizations think that you know, that that uh, that it's it's all it's the disability the matter of scale. You should you should make your organization bigger. But my focus to now is to is to have the quality is to is to have uh, less kids is to have uh, have have less workshops but to maintain the, the the quality. Yes, I want to scale up. I I I want to spread all all, all over India. I have to spread my idea all over the world. But as of now, I'm totally focused on one center and actually to actually I'm like giving the personalized focus to to each and every of you know 60 kids which I have. So so I'm going step by step. I'm not rushing and I'm not I'm not going you know to become an international organization as of now. So I'm I'm happy with with being uh, being a very focused organization as of now. But my focus is to bring uh, uh, listening as 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 a skill to because you know we always say that we should listen. We should we, we should be good listeners. But we are not doing doing this as a as a society. We are just hearing. We are just hearing to respond, but we are not li listening to understand. We are not listening to to show our compassion and empathy towards the challenges of, of you know of, of the global south, of, of of the minorities of the marginalized society. So so my focus is very. Uh, I am I am giving the priority to be to to serve uh, the the society in a very contained way. But yes, in in future I, I would like to scale. I would like to go to different cities of India first, and then I will like maybe uh, scale it up in, in other parts of Asia and Africa. Denise, you're allowed to get sick. You're allowed to go on vacation. You have to have a backup person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This is very interesting question, Peter. It happened with me in May. So I, I was working out a lot, and, you know, uh, I am... I'm I'm a person with a lot of trauma, so I'm carrying a lot of traumas within. And then when I'm I'm working with the kids, that that you know that reminds me of my trauma every day. I see I see I see these kids. You no, know, it reminds me of my childhood. So it again and again reminds us of, of you know of, of a kid who, who is who is witnessing domestic violence, and and I this is just reminded me of my childhood of how I used to. I used to face mental and physical abuse every single night. So, yeah, yeah, it is very important to important to to have a self care routine, and it is, it is really important to. Um, so, talk. Uh, hello, hello, Yeah, yeah. So it is very important to have 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 some some kind of a break. So I have a team. I have a very. Uh, very good and very understanding team of of people from different uh, parts of the country and the world and i'm proud of it like they can handle a lot of work